At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday and welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin and I'm joined by my co-host, Cody Schultz. Uh, So Netflix just shared the full list of Netflix new releases coming in August 2021. There are a ton of new movies coming in August, so we're going to share those big titles with you. But first, we've got some big news about Manifest, which is one of the top shows on Netflix this summer. You want to share the news? Yeah, so it's it seems like Manifest may actually have like some more life in it, uh, more gas in the tank after all. We kind of, a couple episodes ago, we kind of hit it on um, Netflix past basically on Manifest, which was completely shocking to us. It's been in the top 10, like consistently, it almost broke the top 10 record. It probably would have had Virgin Rivers not like dropped in there and kind of ruined its, you know, reign there. Um, but basically this week, Deadline reported that not only is Netflix back in talks, but NBC has kind of re-entered negotiations with Warner Brothers and that there's like that momentum gaining that season four could very well be happening. I think it stems from there's been a couple of like big developments since like both studios passed on it. The first is that NBC kind of was eyeing a final season of Good Girls, which they were kind of used. It seems like that was going to be like their Save Me show, but those all fell through. So now they're not going to have that in their lineup. They also had to scrape the um, Law and Order for the Defense show. We don't really know why they did this. This was when they kind of ordered straight to series and now they've cut it. So now they suddenly have like two holes in their fall lineup to fill. Meanwhile, Netflix is noticing like it's still ranking in the top 10, ranked among the top streaming programs among Nielsen ratings. So it's like, I think both of these NBC and Netflix are realizing what the fans and us have kind of already been talking about and that how are you not looking into this show and considering a fourth season with all these factors? This is, it's amazing. I hope that it happens for fans of the show. I, like I've said before, I didn't know much about Manifest until we started seeing it like on the list of like, uh uh-oh, this show's kind of on the bubble or whatever. But then when it hit Netflix, it was like clear that something was was happening and then I think it shocked everyone when they passed so early like it was only on there for maybe a month I think before Netflix was like oh no this isn't gonna work and I wonder do do you think that like with all the buzz like surrounding it it's like I think it's created like this whole like like new fans are watching it for the first time like I watched it you know or started watching it and I know that I'm not alone and I can't be alone if it's literally like hasn't left the top three TV shows since it was added in June, it's been like six weeks now that it's been there. And that like, it's just kind of amazing to see this all happening. Yeah, I feel like it really is. I, I think the buzz definitely is playing into it. I also think like this show feels like perfect for Netflix. Like I'm not surprised that it's taking off. It was kind of one of those shows that I it was immediately on my radar, but then I missed it. And so I was like, oh, I'll catch up. But then it's been hard to track out like where the different seasons are streaming. Netflix has always been my go-to and it hasn't been on Netflix until this year. And so I think fans are like, they're hearing like all this chatter on social media because there's been the fan support and the actor support. Um, like everyone involved in the show, even like the actors, I know they were really 
released from their contracts and they like keep putting it out there like that they're ready to sign on for season four if it happens like they want to be involved want to see it happen and I feel like when fans see that it's like you want to join like you're curious like what are fans like so passionate about you want to see what everyone's talking about and then just to see the cast so involved and like also pushing it that this isn't just the fans fighting to save the show the cast is really rallying or behind it because we've seen like a lot of shows this season they've been canceled surprisingly there's been the chatter will Netflix save them but you haven't really seen this big push from the creators the showrunners and the cast like with Manifest like they're out there campaigning just as hard as the fans are and I think they just are fueling off of each other because it's hard not to want to root for a show when you're seeing the fans and the cast and everyone involved kind of just doing everything they can to keep it going right it really feels like Lucifer in like that respect like there's there's a couple shows you know that are that are like this that like I guess Hannibal's probably another one where it seems like everyone involved from the cast the crew the creative team is like we want to keep doing this please let us keep doing this and uh it's really just like the network like being the gatekeeper being like nah uh you can't do this anymore so it's just really interesting to see like the parallels between how Lucifer was saved at Netflix, um, the fan campaign there, and then how successful it's been. I think NBC probably has like the short track to the season four pickup. Like I would assume that that's how it's going, that they wouldn't, you know, if NBC's interested that Warner Brothers wouldn't be like, uh, no, we're going to take it to Netflix anyway. But I don't know now that the actors have been released from their contracts and all of that and NBC canceled it. Like what happens next? You know, like Netflix just basically if it was, you know, going to be renewed for season four prior to the cancelization, I, I don't think Netflix could just swoop in and pick up season four. Like there's no bidding war that's happening. But now it seems like that there might be one kind of taking shape. And that's like super fun. Yeah, my money is on Netflix, honestly, just because like mm-hmm. in the back of my head, like if I was Warner Brothers, I'd be thinking you canceled us this season. Like we've seen it before, like they they saved Timeless NBC did, but then they canceled mm-hmm. it the season after and then they gave it a follow up yeah. movie. And so it's like you might save us one season, but Netflix has shown like they when they save a show, they're in it for the long run. Like they give the writers that time to wrap up like we've seen with Lucifer. Yeah, I think the only one that didn't work is like it was it probably designated survivor. That was probably like a bad example, but that, that was just like, the show is just different. And I, I think that that's like total, like I think manifest would relatively stay the same because like the episodes are written in a way that like clearly works for like the Netflix model. Like it almost even maybe works better. Like rather than assuming that people are just going to stream binge watch all at one time, you get like really good cliffhangers and people, you know, that waiting a week, like the way that they write is really interesting for that. So I'm hopeful that it happens in Netflix. I think that season four, would still be released on Netflix at some point if NBC goes ahead and does it. So it's not like that we will never see it on Netflix. It's just probably going to take a couple of years, right? Like that's kind of the the kicker there. So hopefully it happens in Netflix. Do you want to talk about some movies? Yeah, it's definitely, it's, this is definitely, I think maybe the moviest, hev- moviest, the like most movie heavy <laughs> month this whole year so far for Netflix. Yeah, so let's do it. But uh, first, today's episode of the Netflix Live podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Summer is here. Are you ready to unveil your beach pod? You're in luck. Our friends at Manscaped just launched the fourth generation performance package, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Compliment your summer bod with a trim from the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for your hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. It's time to bundle up with Manscaped Performance 4.0 package. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear, Nose, and Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Deal deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. 
That's 20% off and free shipping with the code fansided20 at manscaped.com. Escape the shrubs and weeds this summer and shine with Manscaped. All right, so I think the first one, this is probably the biggest movie maybe of the summer. Definitely rom-com of the summer, I think, and that's The Kissing Booth 3. It comes out August 11th. Joey King, Jacob Elordi, Joel Courtney are back, uh, and it's the summer before they all go to college. Well, two of them go to college. The other guy was already in college, uh, and L has this big decision to make. So yeah, like I said, August 11th. What do you think? Is this the biggest rom-com of the summer? I feel like there's really no competition for this one. Um, The Kissing Booth has kind of been another one of those popular franchises for Netflix. Like, I think it's pretty much tied. I I feel like To All the Boys edges it out in my like book. I feel like Mm -hmm. that's still like the top when it comes to the rom-com movies. But The Kissing Booth definitely is second. And I think it's just got everything... Like you want in a summer movie. It's got the the drama there, you know, there's like the summer vacation kind of like break between or not summer. I don't know. Is it summer or spring break that it's set? Because I know it's like leading into college. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's summer. I thought I watched the trailer and I thought she said the summer house, but maybe I got confused. I so I, I've watched these movies. I'm not like a super fan or anything like I I love to all the boys. I read those books. I'm all in on that. I have not read these books, but they're, uh, you know, the, it's based on a book series by Beth Recalls. I think the third book comes out like the same day that it's released. I'm pretty sure I could be totally wrong on that. But uh, yeah, and I know that, you know, with like the trilogy, there's a lot of people wondering, is the Kissing Booth 4 happening? Do we have any news there? Yeah, I feel like this seems very final. Like Netflix hasn't really given us any like inclination that this could be a franchise that will continue beyond three films. I feel like this seems to be what their direction's been with a lot of these teen rom-coms. We saw three films with Todd the Boys. We kind of expected it with The Kissing Booth. I feel like they're, they could, you know, expand it if they wanted to. This is one that they could easily maybe even spin off into like a series, like once L lands on like college. Like I could see that working like a coming of age kind of like comedy rom-com show for Netflix, you know, Emily in Paris, but set in the States or whatever college L ends up going going to did joey king did she just sign a deal with netflix or was that hulu i believe she just inked a new deal with netflix oh, yeah. or some like yeah, studio netflix. Like, yeah first look deal of some kind so i mean who knows like that could be a fun first project yeah like i, I guess that yeah there's no plans right now that i've seen i i mean i don't know if they've said i think that they that the like the tagline was like one last time for the movie so that really seems like it's the last one but i mean stranger things have happened you know like all this stuff with manifest like if there's enough fans maybe they'll continue these projects um and just like continue it on in the future there's already rumors about a to all the boys spinoff happening at netflix so there's definitely potential here we've known that Netflix is very interested in like the franchise model with the movies was starting with like, you know, the Christmas movies we talked about recently. Uh, we're going to see, it looks like army of the dead too. That's already got a prequel for that. There's a lot of, um, I mean, gunpowder milkshake too is another one that they're already talking about a sequel for an action movie. So there's definitely room for it to happen. It doesn't sound like that there's any plans for a fourth movie. And I think it should be noted that they filmed season or not season two, the second movie and the third movie back to back, like, two years ago so you'd think that they would probably have got the ball rolling on a fourth movie if they were going to because there's been a lot of time that's passed but as we've talked about too things have really been disrupted by the pandemic and so we don't really know but uh yeah so it doesn't look like it uh so i guess we've already talked about we think this one's going to be the biggest one there may be a like a smidge of competition for the next movie we're going to talk about because it's another 
teen rom-com and that's he's all that it comes out uh, august 27th what are your thoughts on this movie yeah so this one it's kind of interesting because this of course is a remake of uh she's all that which was a 90s i think a 90s movie um it stars addison ray and tanner buchanan this is i think addison ray's first like feature film kind of thing or any kind of like acting mm-hmm. role she's a play of course um, kind of built up her name for through TikTok. Taylor Buchanan, of course, is from Cobra Kai. So I think that's going to help the movie and that you've kind of got that internal Netflix synergy of like picking <laughs> yeah. a star from one of the popular shows to lead this movie. The story's like, it's basically like the girl, it's the it's a gender flip. So in this one, Addison Ray's character kind of does like this bet of turning Tanner Buchanan's like nerdy character into like the popular prom king kind of thing. I think it's going to get like, it, it'll hit on that nostalgic, like fans of the She's All That movie will probably like be drawn to it just to see how they do this. But I'm really curious, like I feel like there's not been as much buzz about this one compared to like some of the other Netflix rom-coms. And I'm like, could this be like their first real flop of that genre? Like, because it just seems to be a lack of buzz with this one yeah and i mean it's weird that there is sort of a lack of buzz right now considering like you have like a huge tiktok star and musician and like leading the way you think i guess we still are a month out basically so it's possible that that it's gonna you know as we get closer things will start to happen it seems really marketable like it like just looking at like the outside looking and you already mentioned like the netflix synergy like it's very easy to just take oh teen star teen star like put them in all together in the same movie and uh see what's gonna happen but i guess where i'm concerned is like you know when this has worked really well like with to all the boys the kissing booth is a good example or like sierra burgess that was another good one at netflix like those are really talented performers and i'm not saying that addison ray is a bad actress i've just never seen her act in anything so it's almost like a like like joey king has like an emmy right or like a golden globe or something like there's it just remains to be seen what we're what's gonna happen with this one so i'm a little hesitant uh like i said it comes out about two weeks after the kissing booth three and it'll just be interesting that they're releasing those two so close together and because like the comparisons will like you know will obviously be there like i expect the kissing booth three will still be in the netflix top 10 when this movie comes out so it's like setting yourself up for competition almost yeah and i think what's also interesting about this one is i think this was a netflix acquisition like this wasn't one that netflix was originally involved in um but with like the pandemic they picked it up and are going to release it exclusively otherwise i feel like we could have easily seen like one of the key staples like can you imagine like this film would have been like 10 times more buzzier if they had like noah centineo probably attached that's what i was gonna say yeah go to netflix (laughs) rom-con king so it'll be kind of interesting to see too what that means for the tone of the movie since it's not necessarily one that netflix directly adapted from the start right and i think i mean i don't know the premise i i really like she's all that i remember watching that growing up and i thought that that was a good movie i wonder you know but it is a different time now i wonder like could this feel out really out of touch like that's the other part that i'm like just a little skeptical about um with it just feeling a little like forced almost with the gender flip and all of that but i'm interested i'm curious i'm gonna watch it for sure Uh, i hope i'm i hope my worries are uh misplaced i guess i should say do you want to move on we've got a show that we can talk about uh next yeah so the chair which is it's gonna be i think this is gonna be sandra o's first netflix series right yeah i think so there was i don't think that killing eve was on netflix in the u.s but i think that maybe it had been added she was in killing eve right i'm not mistaken this yeah, that was her big. It yeah. was. It's, I still see her as Christina Yang just from Grey's yeah. Anatomy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's always <laughs> going to be like Christina to me, just because like that was such an iconic character. I still miss miss um, Sandra O's oh's presence on Grey's Anatomy every season. But I feel like that's 
we've seen just because Grey's is so big, I feel like that's going to help the chair, which it's coming August 20th. Um, it's kind of like a dark comedy with, what is it about? Like the, the first woman director of an English department. And I feel like just anytime Sandra Oh touches things and it's just like magic. Like she, I feel like has mm. had few flops between her career. Like she's just one of those actresses that brings so much to each role, makes it such like a must watch performance. I know this one's going to be one we're going to probably buzz about during the month. And I'll be really curious to see how it performs among like the Netflix viewers. Yeah, it looks I'm I'm this is has like all the makings of like the biggest Netflix show of August. It, we're going to talk about how the lineup's a little thin, but even in like a good month, I think this show is going to be stand out. I'm expecting it to, you know, be kind of like an award season favorite next year. I think it's going to be that good. I love the trailer. It looks so funny and so awesome. I think it has it's J. Duplass too, um, who stars alongside Sandro in it. So, uh, yeah, I'm super excited about this one. You can watch it August 20th. We're getting close to the time limit and we have a lot to go through. So we might buzz through these other ones pretty quick. The next one's The Witcher, Nightmare of the Wolf. It's not live action. So I think that this is going to throw people a little bit. It's like an anime movie that's sort of a prequel to the Witcher series. And it kind of expands the world of the continent. We know Netflix is investing a ton of money and resources into expanding the Witcher. We're going to get another series. Um, season two is going to arrive in December. So this is going to be really interesting. Um, and it doesn't focus on Gerald. So that's uh, going to be a different angle for fans. It, it arrives August 23rd, a couple days after the chair. So. Uh, if you like The Witcher, definitely check this one out. Let's see. What's the next one? Oh, Friday Night Lights and 30 Rock. Do you want to talk about these ones? Yeah, I feel like these two are going to be two of the highlights for August, which, of course, we've yeah. got Friday Night Lights and 30 Rock, both another two NBC, two popular NBC shows come August 1st. Um, I believe this is the first time 30 Rock is going to be streaming, correct? I know Friday Night Lights has been on Netflix before, but I think this might be a first for 30 Rock. I can't remember. It's been a long time. If it, I think it was on Netflix like way back though. Like I think it was like maybe if 30 Rock was maybe one of the first shows to really leave Netflix for like Hulu or Amazon or something like that. I think it was, but like but this is old, old school Netflix, I think. Like I'm trying to think. I think I watched it on Netflix, but anyway, that doesn't really matter. It's they're coming back or coming to the streaming service for the first time. And that's super exciting considering that they were both, I think on Peacock and Hulu and Amazon throughout the years. And so it does the, is, is there a shift happening that we've kind of, we've all thought that this might happen with all these streaming services. If you know, these shows are expensive to keep on your platform, especially if you're keeping it all in house. Cause that means you're not, First of all, you're not getting paid for someone else to keep them. And then you're also going to have to pay the the deals for like, you know, the creative team and producers to get paid those like royalties or whatever. So I think that uh, that's interesting. Yeah. And it's, it feels like we're seeing a lot of NBC um, coming like unexpectedly because of course, Manifest, they just worked out that deal. Chicago Med just arrived on Netflix this week, which is the first time one of the one Chicago shows has streamed on Netflix ever. Um, and it's also the first time a Dick Wolf show has been on Netflix in years since Law & Order SVU left in 2019. So it's like, we're seeing these shows come back and it's like, I know there's going to be buzz of like, could we see The Office or Parks and Rec eventually return? Like now that we're seeing some of these other NBC shows heading to Netflix and it's definitely interesting and exciting i feel like there's no reason not to have them like hosted on two services um, yeah. like when they're not like i get it if it's your original like you're putting money behind that but some of these classics ones it's like i'm not opposed to like I, I subscribe to tons of streaming services and so it's like just because it's on one doesn't mean i won't watch it on the other sometimes it's just a matter of like what i'm like if I'm on Peacock already and I see The Office or something, I'll pop in and just click through there. If I'm on Netflix, I'll do the same thing. So I feel like it's just like another way for these studios to make money. Yeah, I laughed because I uh, 
was thinking I'm never going to be on Peacock because you're, <laughs> you're like, I'm, if I'm on Peacock, yeah, I won't be on Peacock. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I think it's so convenient having The Office on Netflix. So please come back at some point, The Office to Netflix. Let's see. So do you should I'll do a little rundown real quick and then we can talk about the last thing about where where are all these other uh, Netflix shows that we promised were on the way. So I guess we've got a quick top 10 rundown of what to watch on Netflix in August. The Kissing Booth 3 on August 11th. He's All That on August 27th. The Chair starring Andrew O oh on August 20th. Uh, the Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf on August 23rd. And then we've got Friday Night Lights and 30 Rock on August 1st. A couple more here that you'll want to check out is Clickbait starring uh, Adrian Grenier of Entourage on August 25th. Uh, Sweet Girl starring uh, Jason Momoa on August 20th. Beckett starring John David Washington on August 13th. And then Brand New Cherry Flavor also on August 13th. Uh, so check those out for sure in August. Uh, we'll talk about more of them as we uh, uh, watch them and stuff. But uh, so one of the big takeaways I think we both had at looking at just the full list of the new releases coming in August is there are really no returning shows. You know, in July, we saw a bunch of returning Netflix shows. Atypical, Virgin River, Never Have I Ever. Obviously, Outer Banks is still to come. I'm missing one or two. But yeah, we saw a bunch of shows coming back with new seasons. We thought that this was the end, but it looks like we're going to have to endure one one more month. Yeah, I'm really surprised. Like when I was looking at the Netflix list and I'm like, there's a lot of great shows coming, but there's no like big returning ones. Like you said, like July, we had so many big returning shows. Uh, I mean, like you said, Virgin River, Never Have I Ever, Atypical, Outer Banks will be dropping soon. It's like, so we kind of thought, oh, we're kind of getting into that return of like that balance of new movies, new shows, and then, you know, all of the other ones that Netflix acquires through different rights deals. But it really was the opposite this month. And I'm yeah. curious to see like, is this going to be like the one month break period where we see like a return in September. I guess maybe it, it feels natural. Like August typically is a quieter month on the TV front, just on like broadcast even. It seems to be like a more movie heavy site. So it makes sense, I guess, that Netflix is leaning heavier into movies on the original slate. But it just feels weird not to have like one big buzzy returning show to be talking about coming in August. I don't even know what show that could have been, but it just yeah. feels weird that there isn't one. Well, I'm just like, I know we've heard already. The weird part is like, we already know what's kind of coming this fall because Netflix kind of like not spoiled it. They just announced it earlier this year with like, you know, we know sex education season three arrives, I think September 17th, money high season five. The first part arrives September 5th. Lock and key is coming sometime in October. You know, we're going to get Cobra Kai, you, the Witcher already released the release date was already announced. So there's a lot of stuff we already know that it's on the way. And so it just is like a matter of like when and why didn't they speed it up? I wonder looking back, like if they will feel like, Oh, we could have spaced things out out better and you know we didn't need to drop atypical and virgin river on the same day we could have saved atypical for august to give it kind of its own month but we do have all these movies there are a few good shows that the chair is going to be awesome so i wonder if they just looked at the schedule and were like you know this is what we got let's just roll it out um and then the big stuff is really really coming um later in the year i'm curious though like after seeing the earnings report came out too and it looked like netflix had a little problems with like some subscriber growth and stuff um in the US. So I was wondering maybe they wanted to start like Q3, which is uh, July, uh, just off, you know, really big with a huge month. And that's kind of what they did. Uh, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see. 
Uh, any last thoughts before we go? Um, just get ready for us to talk probably about the kissing booth again and, and Outer <laughs> Banks. I, I think, of course, Outer Banks is our last like big July release, but I think the kissing booth definitely is going to be one we'll be buzzing about in August. And who knows, maybe Netflix will even surprise us with some like random drop in the middle of the month because we've kind of seen that a few times yeah. with, with like Master of None kind of popped up unexpectedly. So who knows, maybe they have something they'll surprise us with. Fingers crossed. Um, so we're out of time. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.